0: Rockstar Energy Punched, bringing a bold and unapologetic flavor packed
1: with energy through a blend of B vitamins, guarana extract, and 240 milligrams of caffeine to fuel what's next. Rockstar Energy Drink. And welcome back to Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you for joining me. Well, you know what? We're going into the Wayback Machine today and not just on the show, but I mean in my life. Because I have a good friend in the studio with me. It has been far too long since I've seen his face, had a conversation with him. I'm talking about the one, the only, the wide-eyed Pastor Jim Reed of Lake Murray Church. My friend, it is good to see you. Noah, it's good to see you. How many years it I know it's been pre-COVID and all that nonsense, but how has life been treating you? Well, life has been treating me real well because I belong to Jesus. Basically. That is uh, probably the best thing that you can hope for in life. It's been right? About
0: Fifty years now. I'm 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 70, almost 72. So it's been about 50 years since I've known Jesus. And I, th-
1: uh, you started uh, being a pastor when you were two, I believe. When I was one, I wanted to be, but they they wouldn't let me. Uh, 38 years to be all uh, in all. I've seriousness. been doing it for
0: 38 years. I was a school teacher before that, and they ac- actually asked me to be their youth pastor at the big church I was at, and I said well, okay. Then I had to learn what the ministry was all about. I had no idea.
1: Yeah. And I and
0: gradually learned, and then I got a master's degree at, at Bethel Seminary.
1: That's awesome. And you've been at Lake Murray Church, which is a, just a fabulous place. It's a small church, a community church. I absolutely love it. And people can find out more at lakemurraychurch.org. correct? That is correct. And recently what you guys did, one of the many things we're going to be talking about today is the National Day of Prayer, which I think it's so important because it really puts into focus the only thing that's going to save this nation. You and I both agree on this, and it's bringing this nation back to a place of revival through prayer for our nation and individually as well. How did the National Day of Prayer go for you at Lake Murray Church, and what did you focus on?
0: Well, we focused really on the reason we have the National Day of Prayer. If you think about the 1950s, we just got out of World War II, We saw what atheism would do. We saw what uh, the human beings who rule the world will do. So in the 1950s, we made uh, National Day of Prayer. The the Congress put it together, and the president signed it off. I don't think we could do that today. We also put, uh, in God we trust, as our national motto in the early 50s. And then we uh, also uh, put, under God, in the Pledge of Allegiance. Those three things were done in the early 1950s, so we wouldn't be like the rest of
1: the world and that's exactly what the reason they were done. And we should remember that. We should. And that's what scares me in what's going on politically with the world in this nation. People in our own government, I never thought I would say this, at least in my lifetime, they're trying to make us like the rest of the world. There almost is a point where America is not going to be the exceptional nation that it once was. And I think we're slowly getting there, Jim.
0: I think you made a great point. They're making us. They're forcing us. And usually it's by passing a law. If you study Nazi Germany, which people should do, I've read the Nuremberg Trials book. I've read uh, Mein Kampf from Hitler. And uh, the thing that scared Hitler the most was Christianity because it kept him from doing what he
1: wants to do, what he wanted to do. And he hated Mm -hmm. Christianity. And he, he essentially banned it. And look what happened. And that's exactly what they're trying to do with some some of these mandates that are coming across the table, right. which is completely un American, is they're trying to replace, in my mind, with these mandates, God with state. That's exactly right. Go
0: One ahead. of the things about the gospel too is when somebody turns their life to the Lord, I call it the R A the RA factor. We become responsible for our own lives. We're no longer blaming someone, and we're we're taking the responsibility for our own lives which is a miracle, and then we're accountable to God. So if we correct, the direction will always be up. Today, without the the RA factor, the correction is down.
1: Well, and that's what America is all about. It was created for personal and individual responsibility. Yeah, the government was there for very limited things, militarily, to protect the nation. But it was all on you to build a life of prosperity, to take care of yourself and your family. And that is slowly being eroded away, Jim. Well, that's a very good point about the personal responsibility, because that's really how
0: we were founded. Now, we weren't perfect as a country, and no nation was. But we can correct the the question is which direction will we correct to up or down without the lord
1: we're correcting down i agree Noah here in across the county okay. we're with pastor jim reed of lake murray church and you can go to lakemurraychurch.org if you want to find out about what pastor jim does there at the church besides just lead in an, an amazing congregation, and he also has a tremendous book, which I recommend, Christian Basics. You can find that at the website as well, A Tool to Grow a Vibrant Christian Faith. And that's what we need to get back to, Jim, because I feel like the problem in this nation, especially when you're talking about other things like abortion, is sin. And I think that's why America is going where it's going.
0: In fact, you just said a four-letter word, sin. To this world. It's a cuss word. Amen. You cannot say sin. But sin is the only problem in this world. The only I mean, it's a, its the foundation of every problem in this world is sin. And Jesus came into the world. In fact, the angels even reported it. You're going to call him Yahshua, which means Yahweh saves. And what's he save us from? Sin. He died on the cross to pay the just price for our sin, and then the love and justice meets at the
1: cross. The love of God and the justice of God. Well, even Christians, like, they think because, oh, I'm saved, that's great, you know what, if I sin, no big deal, it's covered, and I'll deal with it at the end of the, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of time. Well, if you're really a Christian, that's not how you're supposed to operate. That is correct. Well, you hear that all the time because people like to— I mean, I've heard
0: Christians say that, and then I go, are you sure you're a Christian? And we talk about that, and then usually by, when somebody really becomes a Christian, the Holy Spirit is within them. If they sin, they're going to feel it right away, and they'll be on their knees. First John 1, nine, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just, meaning faithful, he'll always do it, and just, meaning Jesus paid the price. He'll forgive us our sins, and then not only that, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's First John 1, nine. Now, if you look at First John 1, eight, right before it, and First John one ten, right after it, if we claim to
1: be without sin, we're liars, and we're calling God a liar. Mm. So it's important to recognize sin. I love what you just said, because as a Christian for several decades now, I can say that you know when you sin, and when you do, like you, like you just said, <laughs> you almost have us, this yeah. instant reaction. And that's called repentance. When you get on your knees and you say, Lord, you know what? I messed up, and I know I did. And help me to not do that again and to be more like you.
0: That's the RA factor, working. That's right. Responsibility and accountability. And then we correct up.
1: And everything gets better without even a law. Everything. You don't need laws and mandates. It's absolutely amazing. Less laws, more freedom. Amen. So, Jim, where do we go as a nation? I want to pick your brain on this because we're in an interesting spot. Again, a spot I didn't think we would be in. And I think it all comes back to prayer, individually, personal responsibility, and for our nation. Again, I make this a priority on my show. How do we see revival in this country? Because I think revival and accountability as Christians, individually, and as a national people is what is going to get America back if we're to ever get there again.
0: We need a revival and or a great awakening. Now, if you study history, but even before America was founded, it was founded upon a a great awakening, if you think think about it. If you look at the history of it, uh, honestly, I really don't know what the answer is. How that it has to be a miracle? It has to be from the providential uh, sovereign power of God to work through culture that way. We're not forcing it on anyone. It's free will, and people start doing what they what they should do. You don't need a law, and uh, that to me that's just a miracle. It's a, it's a revival. We start uh, answering to God instead of the culture or the media or
1: what's famous or who has the most money or who has the most power going back to COVID and the pandemic you know it's been interesting to say the least regardless of what anybody's stance is on anything for the last two years now and it comes down to do i need mandates do i need people telling me what to do with if i should get injected with any foreign substances how about you allow people to pray about it ask their lord and savior if that's right for them And whatever that decision is, I think I have a pretty good idea, allow people to operate that way, because that is part of what
0: freedom is all about. Now, we have that, I suppose, a little bit in our nation, but you can see what can happen. Just a little tick of the clock, and all of a sudden, or a little tick of the circumstances, and they can clamp down on us. Nazi Germany did that. They had the night of the broken glass. They created a crisis
1: so they could move in. You have to be careful, because... Don't let a crisis go to waste, the world Well, people says. should pay attention to the news, Jim, and don't just take what you see at face value. Like some of this stuff, I'm not even going to mention a circumstance, is absolutely authentic. There are so many manufactured crises in this world so that governments can get what they want to get over the people at the end of the day. It's a pattern of this world.
0: Now, I had the COVID myself. I. And they still want me to get the vaccination, but I'm I'm immune. So
1: why do I, why do I have to get it? And, Natural antibodies are an amazing thing. I think they are. Praise and, God. And you also <laughs> hear certain doctors have said, and reputable ones as well, if you've gotten it, you probably, at least immediately, you shouldn't get the vaccine. It's not good for you. But it's just this world's all topsy-turvy, and I I don't understand why they want us to do some of the things that they want us to do. Actually, I do understand it. That's the problem. And once you capitulate, Jim, once you bow the knee, and I'm not talking to God, then there's going to be the next thing they want you to do, and the next thing until finally you have no freedoms left.
0: It's a step at a time and that leads to platforms. Steps lead to platforms. And eventually the steps disappear, you have a new platform, then new steps appear, then you have another platform. You start moving in a direction. How do we get here ten years go down the road? Well, just look back and see the steps. But they all disappear. And then all of a sudden, whoa, how did we get here?
1: I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, uh, the, there's a spotlight shining on Jim right all now, right. and he's uh, getting there, sweat beating down his head. Do you think, personally, we are in the end times? I think about this often. I know Jesus is coming back soon. When, I can't tell you, and I'm not supposed to be able to tell you. But with all of the signals going on today, and the mandates, and the overreaching government, the vaccines, the jabs, whatever you want to call them. Is this a test for America? Where are we headed? Well, we're we're headed just like every nation has headed since Genesis
0: chapter 3. The G3 complex. Okay. The Genesis 3 complex. And this world has that, and they don't realize it. We're lost. And we're always going to repeat that same pattern. Because we're fallen. And that pattern began right after Genesis 3. The first thing that happened in Genesis 4, Cain murdered Abel even though God personally met him and said, don't do it. He did it anyway, and he tricked him. Then right after that, we have the, the redefinition of marriage. Uh, Lama married multiple women, which he shouldn't have done. So we have those two things continually going on, and they're going to go on forever until, unless the Lord jumps in. As far as him coming back, I think it says in Matthew around 20, chapter 26, 27, I think it is, five times we don't know. And Jesus even said, I don't know in his hum- human realm. But then in Acts chapter 1, it says we're not supposed to know. What we're supposed to do is do what God wants us to do, follow
1: his ways, be disciples, be disciplined, be trained. And he would want us to do that and to also stand up for this nation, to try and make it as great as it possibly can under his glory until he does come. That, that'd be a great thing to have happen. Amen. Amen to that. Well, our liberty also depends on so many things. We talked about the National Day of Prayer, and I think two of the other things that were in the 1950s. Think about this phrase for a moment: "In God We Trust," "One Nation Under God." Both of those things I'm seeing kind of fade away, and those are the things that we need to protect if this nation is going to continue to succeed. And I would say today,
0: those things would be illegal. To, to those very things you just said are Ill- illegal. Those. They'll call them slogans or whatever. But I remember being in the second grade in San Diego, and a whole school was trying to learn how to say, one nation under God. Should we pause it or not pause it? And and we accepted it then. It was normal. But I don't think we could accept it today.
1: You see a lot of people even just in the Pledge of Allegiance in different schools across the nation, and they try and have people that, hey, if I don't believe in God, I shouldn't have to say under God, or I should not have to stand and say it at all. I should be able to sit in my seat. Things I never thought we would see, Jim. Yeah. The reason we're
0: under God is we're under his authority, and there can really be no freedom without goodness. Freedom has to have goodness, and who's going to define what is right and wrong, what is good and bad? And if we allow humans to
1: do it, it's always going to sink. So we have to have a higher law over us. Well, that's it's interesting because there's something someone would call absolute freedom, so, I can do whatever it is that I want at any given time. Well, not necessarily. That's not really what true true freedom is all about. You have a master, whether it's if you're looking just in a man realm, the President of the United States, if you want to worship him, I wouldn't recommend that, no matter who is in office. Or is your master somebody that is the sovereign God of the universe, which would be our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and our Father on high? But you always answer to somebody. That is true. Freedom at the end of the day. There's
0: no such thing as absolute freedom. As no. you said, there must be boundaries, and love puts the right boundaries. Ask any parent that's raising a three or four or five year old. They put boundaries around them because they love them, not because they hate them. To release the boundaries is hate. You must put the correct
1: boundaries in. Any successful parent I know, I've man, my kids are in their early twenties now. I think I've done a pretty good job, but. Did I let them run rampant across San Diego? No rules, no regulations. Oh, that would be a bad thing. No, there is many times where they just did not like me, and I'm okay with that, because you have to set the boundaries. And then that's when they learn the lessons of life and how to live as good people and good Christians should live. That is correct. And you were a good father.
0: And I think we have another good father above us that wants to put boundaries around us because he loves us. To throw those boundaries out is hate. The world loves that term hate speech. They
1: need to think about the hate of getting rid of God's ways. It's ultimate hate. It really is. And we're going to end the show in just a moment with getting into your book, what people can find out about it if they haven't read it yet and where they can get it. In 60 seconds, Jim, before we get there, how do we get America back? If it is in its destiny, and I can't tell you whether it is or not. might not be. How do we get America back? And it's obviously not through a political figure waiting till 2024 when we have somebody running other than who's in office now. How do we bring it all together with either a spiritual awakening, a revival, a coming together of communities across this nation to worship the Lord? How do we do it? How do we get this nation back? Well, I don't
0: think we can. I think it would be a miracle of God. It'd be from the grace of God, and it might even take a disaster – A national disaster, maybe to get us to our knees. We had 9-11, and we sort of repented a little bit. Didn't last very long.
1: But But uh, wasn't that six months to a year of absolute unity as a people? I've never seen in my lifetime quite anything like it.
0: It can happen. We we need that miracle today, unified in Christ. Christ brings people together. The the world separates and wants to keep division and have slogans and— name-calling and everything, but we we want to join people together in love, and it's through Jesus Christ. When you bow the knee to him, he,
1: he unifies us as one. We are one in Christ. We are children of God. Amen to that. Well, let's get into your book here for just a moment before we run out of time on the show. It's Christian Basics, a tool to grow a vibrant Christian faith. Besides the Lake Murray Church website, lakemurraychurch.org, they can go to christianlifetools.org. What's in the Christian Basics book, Jim? What can people find? Maybe they're just starting out in their faith and they're listening to this broadcast. What, what can they look forward to? And what are kind of the key Christian basics that are going to help them along their journey?
0: The reason I call it Christian Basics is it's non-denominational. Any denomination can have it. I stay away from end times issues and spiritual gift issues. So I just stick to the basics. You're going to learn what the Bible is, how we got the Bible, who Jesus is, who the Holy Spirit is, uh, what prayer is, what worship is. And it's, it's really a discipleship tool. And the last words in the book of Matthew, Jesus said, the very last words, go make disciples. Doing what? Teaching them how to obey so learning, the learning curve is what's kind of missing in the Christian church, I think. People go to church to be entertained, but are they being discipled? Mm. And the church may or may not disciple them, but Jesus
1: will. If you bow your knee, he'll begin to disciple you, and that's his whole goal, to get people disciplined under him. It's not enough to be saved. I mean, that's great. You're, you're going to be in heaven. That is an awesome thing. I'm not taking you away from that. But at the end of the day, what does God want you to do with that faith? He wants you to show the fruit of those labors and to be able to spread the good news, to be able to spread the word of God so that more people can fall under his kingdom. That's right. You will
0: become equipped for service. And suddenly you'll be serving like you never thought before. I started teaching Sunday school. I never thought I would. Taught Sunday school for about five years and slowly developed, but did other things. Volunteered for Youth for Christ. I just started doing a lot of different things.
1: That's when the the Lord transforms you from the inside out. That's why you wouldn't... Hey, I never thought I would do this. Yeah, the old you would never do it. You'd be surprised what happens. But the new you, it's right up his alley. He will use us because he wants to. We're his his instruments, you might say, his vessels. Well, I hope people check out the book. Again, they can go to ChristianLifeTools.org, find out so much about the book, get the book. They can check out Lake Murray Church. I recommend that they do that. It's one of my favorite places in San Diego. By the Lake Murray entrance. By the Lake Murray entrance. You really can't miss it off there on the, I was going to say left-hand side, but I guess it depends on which way you're going down the street. (laughs) Lake Murray Boulevard. Lakemurraychurch.org. Anything you'd like to end the show with today, Jim? Anything that's on your heart?
0: Well, I just thank you, Noah, for inviting me here, and it's a blessing to hear your show and listen to it late at night. I'm almost ready to go to sleep when I'm listening to it, but it's a good, good
1: show. Keeps me up. do a good job. Well, thank you. But it's a, it's just a pleasure to catch back up with you again. The Lord had placed you on my heart, and I was like, "What is Jim and I want to see to? Kevin and Kyle pretty soon. I would love for you to be able to see how they're doing, Jim. We should all go out to lunch, and you're going to be surprised that they're just about as tall as me now. Oh, amen. Praise God. Well, Noah here in Across the County, don't be a stranger, Jim. We'll keep in touch. We'll get you back on and maybe talk about other swirling issues that are going on in this great nation. We can get it back. It's going to be tough, but it all starts and ends with the Lord God. Thank you, Noah. God bless. Noah here in Across the County, go to ChristianLifeTools.org, LakeMurrayChurch.org, and check out my friend, Pastor Jim Reed.
0: Is your check engine light on? Let our professional parts people scan and diagnose the problem for free. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.